1: So here's a cool and a piece of information for you. I saw this episode of of on Alive because I was in Las Vegas and I have eyes and I was at the show. That's it. Also, hello, my friends. Welcome to Ups and Downs for Ring of Honor. And as people continue to ask me, yes, in a couple of weeks, we shall be upping those downs for AEW Collision. The first one will go live on Sunday morning, but then we're going to have to go live every Monday just because of other things I have going on in my life, namely actually being a wrestler. There's also going to be some other changes to Ups and Downs, including an old favorite returning. So we'll just leave it there, and I'll talk to you again and around about fourteen days. Otherwise, our first match was the Kingdom versus the Infantry, and I just want to give a quick shout out to Sean Dean because that man was very kind with his time when I did go out to double or nothing, and we got to have a chat after the pay per view. So I just wanted to give him a salute and say it was a pleasure meeting you, and you absolutely rock. Otherwise, this was your usual good Ring of Honor match between two teams that probably need a little something something down the line. I mean, they just engage in the grappling, and you can sit there and go, <laughs> they know what. What they're doing. Charlie Bravo was also rocking and rolling for a little bit until he realized he was a bit too close to Mike Bennett and Matt Caven, and then they started to beat the crap out of him including hitting him with a brain buster and hitting him with a frog splash and given that it was kind of a combo I suppose you could call that a frog buster. Dean did get the hot tag and he was like everybody up here and you're like oh he's going to do it when of course Maria Canellis, who was at ringside went ha! I'm gonna cast distraction And you have to ask the question, who lets her go out to ringside? She keeps doing it. It did allow the kingdom to hit the pro team back and get the one, two, three, and then everybody shook hands, because that's what we do in ROH. And it kind of feels like the kingdom is about to go on to something. Wouldn't surprise me if they get a tag team title match soon. This was good, and I loved seeing it live up when sky blue defeated trisha dora and the coolest thing about this is that sky got a proper entrance pop when her music did hit and this is one of those things that somehow is lost in translation because i did watch ring of honor back because i know how to do my job and it sounded louder in the building than it did on tv so sometimes just put your hands up and enjoy it for what it was people still going oh the crowd didn't sound very loud or double or nothing why do you care go get a real problem also i was in the damn building and it was really loud i'm still deaf what are we talking about? Adora just booted Blue in the face at one point, so Sky was like, all right, well, if you're gonna boot me, I'm gonna boot you. And she was definitely trying to break some backs, because then she hit a back The clue is in the name. The crow was so behind Sky, I felt like a proud parent, which doesn't make any sense, because what the hell did I do? But all of a sudden, dun-dun-dun, she got locked in the Cobra Twist. And I had to double check that. No, it's not a dance. Sky was able to get out of that where she did hit the code blue. But recently that's become more of a signature because she followed up with Skyfall, which she did get from James Bond. And she got the one, two, three. And I know I say this about a lot of people on Ring of Honor, but both of these guys can be pushed, especially Sky Blue. She has been working and working, getting better and better and better. And now is the time up when it's time for sadness. But Stu Grayson has been totally corrupted by The Righteous. And yeah, here it was those three taking on the Dark Order. And the main thing I want to talk about is towards the end of this, you did get Stu Grayson and Evil Uno facing off against each other. And I tell you, I was so invested in this, I kind of feel like we should have done it on Dynamite. Felt like a big deal. What was even better than all of this, though is that Stu Grayson actually got the better of the Dark Order, which means joining Dutch and Vincent was the right thing to do. I mean, he hit Evil Uno with Nightfall, and this is when Vincent went, ha ha, and he tagged himself in, and he got the pin, and obviously before this, he too had been casting distraction, because bad guys in wrestling can't help themselves. But they did leave as a group, as the Dark Order was like, oh my gosh, I can't believe. Our friend has betrayed us. And i tell you why this is standing out too, because I know, you keep going on about it, you don't get that many stories in of. Of honor at the moment it's more of a hey man you want to see a good match come and watch our program so let's do more of this and let's continue to build this and see where we go i like the dark order i think they're absolutely fabulous giving it up we did get kind of more of this afterwards though because we zoomed backstage zach saber jr and samoa joe are kind of friends and they're also kind of falling out so they were both taking credit for their win last week and saying oh i'm a better champion than you and while they did call themselves the Ireland boys that like they are going to be a team Passive aggressiveness here was through the roof. And if I saw a friend of mine in a relationship like this, I'd be like, come here, pal. You've got to get out of it. Which is when Diamante beat Promise Braxton. It was fine. It goes back to what I keep saying about ROH in the sense they do just come up with brand new talents and allow them to improve in front of Tiki cameras, which you do need to do, which I assume is what AEW Rampage is going to do soon when that becomes the new AEW Dark. Give me a minute, I've got confused. And Diamante was definitely healing up here because at one point she was like, hey, promise. Boop. And she poked her right in the eye. But no, she didn't go boop. Braxton knew had to get back into this though, because she grabbed Diamante and just threw her into Rita the ring post, and she hit a meteora for a pretty good near fall. However, Diamante has been pushed more recently, so she locked in that straitjacket submission, which does look like attempted murder, and we got the quick tap out here, and I always appreciate that. If somebody was choking you, you wouldn't go, oh, let me try and hold on. You go, oh my gosh, I can't breathe. I should probably just give up and quite literally live to fight another day. So I'm not entirely sure of the direction of either of these, but I enjoy seeing them. It's like a thing you could do on Ring of Honor. (laughs) I don't know what that meant. Up. when we had big men slapping man meat <laughs> it was brian cage versus willie Mack. once again this was an absolute joy to see in person because you can actually hear the slaps and you're like yeah get him and these two don't make any sense they are the equivalent of two plus two equals potato because not only are they really strong and they were just picking the other guy up like it was nothing but they can fly around as well we got standing salts. we got a frog splash i watched the whole thing like this didn't know what was going on some of the suplexes were absolutely crazy as well and once again as if the other guy weighed about seven pounds when Willie Mack hit a Samoan drop I was like wait a minute he's not Samoan so I suppose it was just the drop Feel like Brian was actually gonna f5 Mac at one point and I totally believe he could do it when instead they decided well I'm gonna German suplex you and you're gonna German suplex me and Targ." when Brian Cage just took that massive bicep and went and smashed Willie Mack with a lariat and got the one, two, three. We should do a best of seven series with these two. I'm not even kidding. And every time they just slap each other harder. I enjoyed this muchly. As I did, Zack Sabre Jr. versus Rocky Romero for the NJPW TV title. We have talked before about how Rocky can just work with anyone, and this Zack Sabre Jr. man, I think you could run up to him, put a gun to his head and say, if you don't have a bad match, I'm going to pull the trigger. And he'd try and screw up, but he wouldn't be able to. He's just so damn technical and smooth. He is also on a roll at the moment, because he is defending this championship all over the place. But what he wasn't ready for was Rocky Romero, who was like, look at you doing your stupid, oh man, submissions. And stuff. It's 2023 and he busted out some dives. He went for one too many and Zack caught him and wrapped him up like a pretzel. And this is when we got the announcement, oh, five minutes have passed. And I tell you, more matches need to have time limits in it like this because it just gives you an instant story. You're like, oh no, Rocky Romero's only got only 15 minutes. He better speed up. Rocky then smashed out this amazing DDT, got kicked in the back of the head when he hit a sliced bread for a one-two kick out. Very sadly, it was a little bit hard to invest in this because Zach ain't losing his championship on a random episode of ring of honor new japan would lose their mind but that is probably something that we do need to address and he locked in the ground cobra and he got the win once again it's a massive applause for rocky romero because as soon as he realized he was in this tap 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 instantly so i'm like that move must hurt he stood no chance and again these two have great chemistry
0: millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from noom
1: Accident and Drent and Darius Martin continued their awesome tag team after this. Seriously, we have something here. We just stumbled across it. They were facing the workhorse men too, which was so smart because it meant on one side of the ring you had speed, speed, and on the other side of the ring you had two dudes who act as really good bases. J.D. Drake and Anthony Henry were just smashing these dudes for a while until action got the hot tag. And I just love that his name is Action. He was just springboarding all over the place like he wanted to be a pogo stick. When the workhorse men were like, no, we ain't into this. Killed him with the end of days. And it would have been the end, but Martin broke it up at two. He woke the good guys up and they hit this double face buster known as the pendulum swing to get the one, two, three. And when Dante Martin comes back, we should make them an official trios. And they should have a match with the House of Black for those championships. Because it will rock. Once again, everybody shook hands after this which always confuses me a little bit. I'm like, man, the heels are really nice in Ring of Honor. Actually makes me feel quite warm and fuzzy in my tum-tum, because nice is nice, and I like nice. Up. which brought me to one of my personal highlights seeing ring of honor live it was the butcher and the blade and kip Sabian, and <laughs> they just squash and fools i mean it honestly was over in about 30 seconds and the other three people had no chance because the butcher and the blade closed their shop up early kip joined them they just hit one big trio bomb of power one two three and even in the building i was like wait a minute did i fall asleep over so far you always do need one of these on a show like this though because it just breaks it up and i tell you we need to do more with these three individuals because they're totally brilliant and their dynamic is a little bit weird but it just works and you can tell they're putting the effort in i'm a huge fan of all of this up i can kind of see why we did put that there too because the next match was commander vikingo and bandido taking on serpentico if it was serpentico angelico and jack cartwheel It was absolutely ludicrous. I also want to give a quick shout-out to Jack Cartwheel, because we worked the same show over WrestleMania weekend, and like the lovely man that he is, he gave me a lift back to my hotel when I needed one. Also, I just absolutely love his wrestling. I don't know how he floats around like he does. It's a genuine pleasure to watch. Otherwise, though, I can't recount this because it would be impossible. It was like Gravity had cheated on all of these guys with their respective partners. They were like, ha we're going to get revenge and prove that we don't need you because they were doing springboard, they were doing dives. They were just flying all over the place. And some people don't like this kind of wrestling. I I just want to say, I think you're absolutely bonkers. It's just so much fun. I mean, there was cartwheel splashes, obviously one arm presses and some of the flips that they did do I just sat down at one point not I watched Ring of Honor standing up I mean I literally sat down on the floor Cause i just needed to do something a little bit weird because all of this was frying my brain bandino just threw Serpentico into luther at one point because he was at ringside and i suppose he didn't like it which is when commander did his big rope walk thing and he took out an helico i was just like all these guys. what are we doing here why is somebody running on the ropes the king go Two just spent the whole match going doing 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 and flying around the place when he did hit his 630 and they got the one two three and once again if you want to run this back on a dynamite you probably should although We do have that crazy three-way on Rampage, and obviously that's been filmed, and apparently that's terrific too. I love all of these guys, with all of my heart up. When we got a proper 180, it was Shibata versus Alex Coughlin. Good grief. There was some added warmth and fuzziness, because of course Shibata taught Coughlin, so they must have been like, oh man, I can't believe we get to do this. And I think early on Shibata realized, wait a minute, even though I taught this fool, he's now trying to smack me around, I've got to kick his ass you also know this deal with this anytime shabar is in a match i'm just a little bit scared i mean he literally broke his brain some people say he shouldn't even be wrestling he's still so good though because he went from ruining this guy's arm to just choking him and of course he's the pure rules champion right now which means pure rules were in effect so shabar was like well i'm just going to keep putting you in submission after submission you're going to use up all your rope breaks and he did this in about seven seconds That may be an exaggeration. The thing is, it meant that Alex had to come back with something, and he did it by suplexing Shibata. And in my head, he landed right on his skull. Now, he did not do this. As I've already told you, it's why I get the fear. He then decided to chop him over and over again, which I thought must be a terrible idea. Although when Shibata started strangling again, he hit him with a power box. That's it. I was down. Good grief. Shabar then realized he can't lose to this guy. Because again, what would that say about his tutelage? So he did just smash him with the PK and get the 1-2-3. And then they embraced afterwards. And eventually, Shabar is going to have to lose this championship. And I have no idea who it's going to be to. Don't worry, we do have some kind of crazy plan. It's just totally Crazy. Which meant our main event was Athena versus Kira Hogan for the ROH Women's Championship, and I love that we did do this, because Athena is the MVP of the promotion at the moment. I mean, she's just been great. We also played this differently because Athena wasn't as dominant as she usually is here, and given that we had a post-match angle where Kira Hogan whooped her ass, I actually think we may be putting together a feud. Good. The only problem, though, is that after Kira had a wonderful start, Athena grabbed her and chucked her into Barry Barricade. Look at me. I don't even get mad about this anymore. Rolls up to 55. We only started about a month ago. I Think I'm gonna to have to give this up soon. I'm sorry, Barry, I let you down. It actually almost worked though, because Hogan only got back in the ring at the last second, which is Athena was like, all right, if you're going to break my plans, I'm going to take your arm and I'm gonna try and rip it out of the socket. I think she almost did. It ended with an armbar, so Kira was like, Well, I know what I'm gonna do. I'm gonna hit you with the most devastating move in all of sports entertainment, the surprise roll up. And that didn't work. She got to her feet. She busted out Hurricane Rana. Now, once again, I did struggle to actually believe that Kira Hogan was gonna win here, because it wouldn't have made any sense, but fair play to them, because they worked their ass off. And again, Kira Hogan only lost. Basically, because of nefarious means. Because she went for another most devastating move in all of sports entertainment. Lathena was like, no. She reversed it. She hit her own version of the surprise roll-up, but she held the tights and she got the one, two, three. Then she was like, ha, ah, ah, I beat you. So yeah, Kira's like, oh yeah, did you? Just smacked her right in the face. It led to an absolutely massive brawl, which was really cool because it meant when Ring of Honor went off air, it did leave you with this little bit of a cliffhanger. And now I keep repeating myself, but hey, I've got to do something. Ring of Honor needs more of this, so I'm going to give it an up. I thought it was a great main event, and I think it's awesome that we're going to do something with Hogan, but I'm going to give it a down overall because we do have a few stories here, but Ring of Honor keeps teasing, and we can absolutely do more of it, so I'm hoping if I throw it out into the ether, like Ryu throwing a fireball, eventually it will come home to roost. I have no idea what that means, but look, This is the deal with ROH. If you just have two hours on a Friday, whatever it is, and you just want to see good match after good match after good match and people who are probably going to be stars in a couple of years, this is the show for you. Up Now, please do leave a comment below and let me know what you thought about last night's episode of Ring of Honor. Like the video, share the video and subscribe. Click the video on the screen, which is ups and downs for AEW Dynamite. I'd appreciate you joining me for that. Again, going to be some changes in around about 14 days, so keep an eye on them. Otherwise, take care of yourself. Take care of each other. Give your loved ones a hug. Because why wouldn't you? Goodbye. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff. Shirts and polos, activewear, and fine leather goods. All at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part?